Welcome to our reality, everyone. I don't know why you're here, but I'm glad you are because tonight we're going to be going over the week nine eviction in the Big Brother 22, Big Brother All-Star House, where for the very first time ever, Tyler Crispin was evicted on a three to zero vote as I get a call from Skype right as the, right as the <laughs> podcast starts. Look at me go. I'm thriving already. I'm getting a FaceTime call too. Oh my God. Oh, uh, maybe, maybe it's the same people. Uh, <laughs> welcome everyone. We are live. Everyone in the chat, everyone watching on here or on Periscope or on Twitch, wherever you are. Hello. Hello. If you're in the chat, we will be taking any of your questions or comments or concerns if you have any of them. And I'm sure everyone's main concern is that the lovely Roxy Hotman is not here tonight. Uh, unfortunately, Roxy is dealing with a, a family matter. Uh, so if you guys can keep her in your thoughts, that would be very much appreciated. Um, but I do have Daniel Icon Brown here with me to talk Big Brother 22. And that was perfect timing because right as I said that, Keisha in the chat said, where's Roxy? She's not here. Hopefully she's watching though, because I have a voicemail that I'm going to play that's very much directed towards Roxy, and I'm hoping she's going to watch so, so she can hear it. Um, but yeah, everyone here, Daniel's here, I'm here, I'm Barrett, by the way. I some A lot of the times I forget to mention what my name is, and but I don't think people care. I think they'll figure it out as they go along. Uh, they care. Arguable. All right. <laughs> Daniel. Like Debbie. Yeah, oh my God. Yeah, we'll get to that later too. Daniel, how are we feeling tonight? Just to start things off, Tyler Crispin's out of the um, house. It was a breath of fresh air enjoying an eviction for once. I feel like it's been so long since that feeling has been uh, felt. So I definitely enjoyed this episode um, more so because the jury segment was like all of it. And then there was like Tyler getting evicted and then put a little bow on it. But um, yeah, it was um, happy. I was happy to see Tyler get evicted. I, I the, the thing is I have like the opposite feelings as you do. So uh, I am not very excited that Tyler's gone what? because because there's like four people in that house that I'd rather see leave than Tyler at this point. And the fact that it was Tyler, I'm upset. I'll say it. Um, but we do have a lot of things in this episode that I think were uh, pretty entertaining for an eviction episode because we actually got a jury segment. And I was so happy that they drug out that jury segment as long as they possibly could because they knew there was nothing going on in the house this week that could have possibly entertained us uh, at all. Uh, and obviously didn't entertain us enough to even do a podcast this week. Not that we've really done more than one uh, consistently <laughs> since, I don't know, jury started at least. Uh, but that's just, that goes, that just goes to show what this game is like but uh we have oh, I, I just realized on my little text crawler i still have a little bit from the triple eviction in the in the text i need to fix that uh in the round three of, unless you guys just want to be reminded of like what happened in round three of the triple eviction last week i don't think you do but in case you do it's there for the next like few seconds and voila it's not there anymore all right, where should we really get started? Because like we can talk like what's happened this week. We can talk scenarios for how do people get to the final two from here with the five remaining uh, house guests. Sorry, I see my name in the chat like when I glance over sometimes and then I have to like stare at it a little bit longer. I'm like, what are people saying about me? Uh, <laughs> but we can talk about how to how, how are the, the remaining houses going to get to final two? How are they going to get the votes? Who is this jury going to vote for? What do we hope is going to happen? And we can talk about all of these things that are going to happen in the rest of the season if we really want to, or we can just jump right into tonight's episode, or we can jump into the jury segment. Daniel, where do you want to start? Do you want to start at a specific spot? Um, Let's say like the best for last. So let's go 
um, like the strategy of this week and how Tyler ended up evicted, I guess. All right. So essentially, <laughs> Tyler and Christmas were doomed from the second that they were not in the majority on the Nicole vote in round two of the triple eviction that we saw mm-hmm. last week. And as soon as Cody won HOH, we knew who was going up on the block. It was going to be Tyler and Christmas. As for who the target was, though, that was a little bit up in the air. At first, I would have said, I think Christmas might be, might edge out a little bit of the, you know, being the target this week as opposed to Tyler. You know, we we had, we had Danny whose last words to Nicole before she, you know, died heroically was, you know, go after Christmas. You got to go Christmas out. Uh, And Going into the first couple of days after the initial nominations, we kind of thought, no, maybe they are leaning a little bit more towards Christmas as opposed to Tyler. <laughs> Christmas is is not the most liked person in the house. W- would you agree with that, Daniel? Uh, I th- wasn't you who I or I think I may have said this on the podcast, but I've like been uh, calling her like Sam from like Big Brother Twenty. Like that's like the reference that I'm giving. She's because... just slowly more and more just going haywire yeah (laughs) yeah and everyone else in the house is also slowly more and more trying to avoid her and you can definitely tell that it's like walking on eggshells talking to her sometimes so um yeah she's super she gets like an uncomfortable presence in the house yeah yeah i would say so and i i think if it were a little bit earlier in the game and she was this level of a target then that might have changed an outlook but at this point it's like they know they can beat her in the end. A lot of them know that they can beat her, uh, not only in mm-hmm. some of the competitions as opposed to keeping Tyler in the game, but also if she were to make it to final two, I don't think she would have as good of a shot as Tyler would have. And it, we we got a little bit more of a hint of that tonight uh, in the jury segment when Kevin just saw the the little bit of the move <laughs> that Tyler made and was immediate like, Tyler's playing the best game. He's doing fantastic. Look what Tyler's doing. Like, that's all it really took to <laughs> say someone was playing a great game because there's been no moves made this season at all, right. <laughs> uh, which I thought was really interesting. But no, I, I think and Tyler agreed in that interview with Julie, just like when Julie asked him, do you think they made the right choice? He was like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I was definitely going to go after Memphis and Cody, which is which still makes me wonder why you were glad that he's out of the house. Like, <laughs> Well, OK, so. I just don't like Tyler. I don't like the whole thing, like going back to the week he tried to fall on the sword for like the Black Lives Matter movement. Like that is still like, I just don't like that. And I just have like not been able to like look at him the same. Mind you, I already didn't love him coming into the season. Mind you, he was the HOH that took out Janelle. Like he just has a lot of like uh, strikes (laughs) under his name. So I'm just done with him. Adios. And the thing is, I mean, I think I dislike Christmas the most in the house also. So um, you said you were rooting for Christmas when HOH. Like, I don't care. Like, I hate all of them, like, almost equally. <laughs> Christmas is just, like, annoying. And she calls herself the comp beast. And, like, I can't stand it. So I want Christmas to go next, I think, actually. <laughs> yeah, she's very far from a comp beast, I would say. I, I, I say that even though uh, I think she might have the best shot to win the HOH that's going on right now. For those of you who didn't watch the episode, the HOH tonight is the mm-hmm. the seesaw where they have to pick up basically a dodgeball. Even sixteen, right? Yeah, yeah, sixteen. That was the HOH that they had the reset button that week. Uh, so Frankie mm-hmm. won the first time around, and then they reset, played it again, and Cody won, and Frankie ended up going out that round. I'm I'm pretty sure it was that round. It was either that round or the next round that Frankie went. I think it was that one. Uh, it was- 
Yeah, he won the first time and then lost the second and then went home. Okay, that's that's what I thought. I didn't know if he went home that after right after the reset button or the week following that. But yeah, uh, it was reset. I don't. I, obviously, sixteen is usually on the top of my mind because it's because uh, it's sixteen uh, and it, it's like every single recruit that goes into the house. It's always on the top of their mind too. I don't know what it is about sixteen, uh, <laughs> but I can remember yeah. the comps way more for sixteen than I can of any other season, uh, which mm-hmm. is sad. I think because that's not a very good season to remember a lot of things <laughs> from. Uh, but nonetheless, Cody's not competing in this HOH. Whereas uh, if Cody were able to compete in this, I think we'd all be crying about a, a different reason of rigory, uh, which has been the the season motto uh, in a lot of cases for Cody, apparently. Um, mm-hmm. I also saw a tweet. I'm sorry, I'm rambling at this point, but like mm-hmm. I also saw a tweet uh, during the episode. I can't remember who it was from. If, it was, if I knew who it was from, I would cite them. But they said, how different would this season be if they had just allowed those stars to reset in between turns in the first HOH? Uh, and Cody hadn't won. Like if Cody, then again, we don't know if Cody, Cody could have won that competition anyway. Um, And I, I I think he was the most athletic one to play in that comp, which Mm -hmm. makes me think that he could have had a good chance, but how different would this season be if like Ian won that first HOH? Like, I don't think it'd be that different if Memphis had won, Uh, but like if Ian or maybe even Christmas had won the first one, uh, definitely. I'm trying to remember who else competed. I think it was six people, but Nicole, Nicole Anthony. Imagine Nicole Anthony winning. <laughs> if Nicole Anthony had won that first HOH, this season would be so weird. I I, I guarantee it. <laughs> uh, but I or, I just or no, can we talk about how if not even that like last little thing, if the girls had a fair chance to even go into that round yeah, with their yeah. balls being at the end. I don't know if y'all remember, but in the first competition there was like the um, like survivor style challenge where they had like the balls holes. I, this is uncomfortable, but there was like holes that you had to get the balls in. Like, it's like a ramp type deal. And the girls like gold hole. <laughs> I can't is like all the way at the end of the platform. And it's so easy to mess up and they had the same amount of time to compete. So I don't know. And Janelle was so close. Like, I don't know. I, ugh. this season's horrible. Every part. Yeah, uh, Real Medical Nectar agrees with you. They said, how different would it be if the mazes were fair for both genders? So you, you guys, you, you're on point there. Mm-hmm. Roxy Hotman is in the chat. Oh my, oh my gosh. God, this is, you think this is a perfect time to play the voicemail? <laughs> yeah, Rock, well, sometimes she joins the chat but like doesn't have the volume on. She just like likes to t- see the chat. So I'm not sure. Roxy, if you can hear us, let us know. <laughs> yeah, Roxy, if you tell us you can hear us, I'll play the voicemail. If not, I'll save it for the end and then I'll send you the voicemail because it is very much directed at you. Uh, and it's mm-hmm. a nice voicemail. That'd be really mean if I was like, Roxy, you got to listen to this hate voicemail that someone sent you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, obviously I'm rooting for Christmas to win this HOH because confirmed pretty much she's going to put up Cody and Nicole and that's just something I want to see. More so... Um, seeing uh cody on the block than anything obviously we've seen nicole on the block already like i don't care if, if cody's on the block at the end of the week and they don't vote him out this is the mm-hmm. the biggest group of has he ever nominated no he hasn't wow so if enzo were to win that's kind of crazy yeah well if enzo wins hoh yeah well this final five right yeah we're at five people left 
Okay, so Enzo's goal. I think Enzo should throw this HOH because Final 5 HOH is like the cursed one because then you can't compete in the Final 4 and then you only have Vito in the Final 4, which is like super scary. Yeah, yeah. So Enzo and- should throw this HOH, go for Final 4 HOH, and then never be nominated. That's like super impressive. And by the looks of it, I think Enzo is the only competitor really to Christmas in this HOH. By the way it looked, and of course I'm only going off of the first like 10 seconds of them competing in this comp uh, that's really hard to balance mm-hmm. on, but it looked like Nicole already dropped her first ball when she attempted to do it. Memphis, Are you serious? <laughs> Memphis's back was seizing practically as he was going down the ramp. I don't think he has a single chance. Um, Roxy and, wants me to play. Yeah, she now. wants me to play. She texted me and she said it in the chat, so I guess I'll play it. Um, I was just in mid sentence, Roxy. Give me time. Give I me know. time. <laughs> this isn't your show. You're not even here. All right, this is uh, a voicemail that we got from Jamie. So Roxy, take a listen. Roxy, I know you're disappointed, but I love you. You're my favorite. Uh, podcast host, you always make me smile, make, make me laugh. So even though this is a ratchet season, thank you for being a fabulous host and for always updating the Facebook page and engaging with your comments. I love you. You're amazing. I love Jamie from Greenville, South Carolina. Mwah. Thank you, Jamie, from Greenville, South Carolina, for sending us that voicemail. I know we appreciate it, and I know Roxy appreciates it. Uh, so... I know, Jamie, we need to, like, meet up. I'm, like, literally, I live, like, in your, well, you live in my city. So we need to meet up sometime. Are you Jamie? Are you Jamie and your Debbie? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we we have another voicemail where, uh, you know what, I'll save that. I'll save that for another time. It does not really matter right now. Uh, but, yeah, I think we can talk about, uh, and obviously you told me that we should go through the week and the strategy behind it. Essentially where it turned for Tyler, I think the show did a decent job at showing where the tide kind of turned. I, I don't think it was as immediate as Tyler telling Enzo about the committee about five weeks late. Uh, that was really where it, it, it is largely where it turned for Cody, but I don't think that just came out of like it was just a sharp turn. Like Cody said, he was already 55, 45 at the beginning of the week. And then that happened and that just kind of it snowballed from there, uh, not in Tyler's favor. Which, you know, I get that Tyler needed to pull Enzo towards him. And he was, in this whole entire game, he's been a lot more confident uh, in having Enzo than he really should have been. Um, Mm -hmm. I just don't know. I I really want to know if he hadn't have said that, if he would still be in the house at this point. What Do you you think there is? I don't know. Because I feel like after he said that, after Cody was like, he's out, everyone else was like, okay, Tyler's out because we do what the HOH does because that's Big Brother uh, in the second half of his existence. Well, so. Correct me if I'm wrong. I know Nicole was definitely leaning towards wanting Tyler out over Christmas like the whole week. So that was like one vote that was always going to kind of push for Tyler to go. Um, Memphis was like pro-Christmas the whole time. So they kind of left um, Enzo. Where was like Enzo leaning or, I mean, I guess he ratted out Tyler. So I guess he preferred Tyler to go. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I would. Yeah. Cause I think Enzo as the week progressed, 
way more so wanted Tyler to go because even in the last couple of days when there was kind of a going back and forth and not when I say going back and forth, I don't mean literally that they were sitting there just like, oh, do we go Christmas or Tyler, Christmas or Tyler? It was more so they were bringing up points for Tyler of just like keeping him in the game. He'd be good to go after Memphis and Memphis would be going after Tyler. Um, but Enzo was really the one to step in and be like, no, yo, you got to see, yo. Uh, if we keep Tyler in the game, he could team up with Memphis, yo, and come after us. Cause we can't just flip on Memphis like that. Tyler could go to Memphis. He's going to do what's best for him. Yo, that's it. Uh, mm-hmm. so that, that in a way that was the nail in the coffin. So you could say Enzo really pushed to get Tyler out of the house, which is fine for Enzo. Enzo's in the best spot in the house. Um, and everyone that's competing in HOH besides him tonight, none of them are going to put him up. So, I mean, uh, Enzo can do whatever he wants, essentially. Does that mean he's going to win at the end if he gets there? I don't think so. Uh, I think there's still a couple of people in the house that could beat him. Um, and we can obviously go through that. Uh, the the person who's definitely going to beat him without really any questions asked, I think, is Cody. Um, mm, I don't I don't think Enzo has a shot. Uh, so annoying. Cody's been the front runner since like day one, too. Like, that's so boring. I don't think it's ever shifted, has it? I mean... I can't think of one time throughout the season where I wasn't like, Cody's like, I don't even want to say running this game because I really don't want to give him that credit, but Cody's doing well and he's probably going to win. Yeah. It's like it never, it was always that it would never has changed. Yeah. I, and I don't discredit Cody's strategic mind like a ton. I don't think he's got the best strategic mind, but I do think he's essentially been the head of the snake if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you can be the head of the snake, but also not be the person that's controlling everybody. I just think he's like, he he's, he's at the top. He he's at the top while everyone else discusses what they want to do, but they just never talk about him. Uh, and I don't know if that's all his doing of just making sure that everyone keeps his name out of his mouth, as opposed to it. Just, he happened to fall into this big alliance and, uh, through this big alliance, no one really wanted to touch him because they were always in power anyway. I, I mean, there's a lot of factors that can go into it. Either way, though, mm-hmm. I think he's balanced enough to where the Jerry would vote for him at the end. And and if he's up against Enzo, he's got literally five other committee members that are in jury uh, that could easily all give him votes. So I, I, I find it hard to believe that uh, not only will some of the non-committee members that are in jury will vote for, say, Enzo's in the final two with them, but I think it's even more unlikely that the majority of committee members don't also vote for Cody. Like, I, I, I don't mm-hmm. think it's really even close because I mean, you look at Enzo, his big move could have been, and going back to the jury segment tonight, his big move could have been taking Nicole out. Right. I, mean, I feel like that really made him look like sheepy. It did. It totally did. And even though, and I don't know if you agree with this, now that we've had more of like a week to sit on this, Enzo's best move last week was probably to not evict Nicole, you know? Uh, I don't know. Do you agree with that? Um, see, so I think it could go either way. There's like an argument to be made for either. I think that he would have been fine. Um, I really don't think it was like that important, like to flip whatever way he did. But I do think that when you're playing, a low-key game like Enzo, you have to factor in, like, jury perception and, like, how you're perceived. Like, for example, um, someone like... uh, Who's, like, like, someone like Cody, who's been super kind of flashy with his gameplay, wins a lot of comps, 
is in all the clips of nominating people and like all this stuff. Like he's kind of like a big presence in the season. So um, he could have probably uh, pissed off like the jury a little bit by not making a move that they wanted him to make and still be respected. Whereas Enzo, on the other hand, um, he isn't hasn't been like that flashy player. He's just been kind of like the nice guy and hasn't done nothing to like stand out. So. I definitely think that that should factor into your gameplay. I mean, maybe you'll have a harder time in the like for the next week, but is it going to matter if everyone else in the jury just sees you as like some somebody's bitch? I mean, you know what I mean? <laughs> so Yeah. That's how I I think we probably should have done it because I think it would have gained a lot of jury respect and at the end of the day that's all that matters because you can't win without them. Right, exactly. It's just a matter of um, and I hate to say it, it I, I think Cody has it was closer with a lot of the people that are in this game, uh, both during and before this game started than Enzo probably was. Not just speaking in a committee sense or a slick six sense, but I think just generally speaking, if Cody got to the end and Enzo was sitting there next to him, that means he's got uh, he's got Nicole, who's absolutely going to vote for him. Uh, he's got Danny, who by tonight's jury segment is probably also going to vote for him. Uh, you're, you, he has five committee members that are all, and most of them I can't imagine just outrightly going. I want, I think Enzo should win. Besides maybe Christmas, uh, but then again, right. you do have Davon, you do have Kevin, you do have Ian. You have to think but about even, David's kind of annoyed at Enzo right now. Uh, well, I guess you're talking about just voting for Cody, or is, are we talking about a Cody Enzo final too? I feel like we've been talking about a Cody Enzo final too, but I feel like it, it varies depending. Mm -hmm. I just see Enzo in the final. Like Cody Enzo seems like such a logical final two right now that I can't look yeah. past it. Um, I don't know because I think Enzo's really like. I mean, you can. I just ugh, I don't like his kind of gameplay. Like it's kind of. I feel like he plays very like super super social and I like I I mean I can respect that but I just like it's not the gameplay that I like live for I'd rather see someone like either physically dominate it or strategically dominate it rather than like the social because it's like super boring to me that's just my perception I know social players are good and it's very important comment section like I don't need that lecture again but um <laughs> I don't know Enzo's if I was a someone who got evicted and I got one of Enzo's diary rooms or goodbye messages that are like the house wanted to vote you this week. I'm super sorry. Like I would be so annoyed. Like do not tell me in my goodbye message that, Oh, I'm sorry. The house wanted to vote you like, okay. Um, we'll change that. Like you can make a move like that just annoys me. Like the house. And I feel like it's been every week that that's mm -hmm. said, whereas other people are using their goodbye messages. Here's why you're out. I was in this alliance and this yeah. we wanted this thing da 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 well when everyone else is like spewing strategy and like making sense of their moves to the people who are getting evicted and then you have Enzo it's what the house wanted I mean yeah if you're in that chair like how do you piece that together oh Enzo's clearly not doing anything but doing what he's told like that's what their per the perception is so yeah not a huge Enzo fan but I know a lot of people love him to each their own yeah, I, and we and we've seen not owning, uh, not only not owning your moves, uh, and just not being honest in a goodbye message. We've seen that decide winners before. Um, just indifference of the goodbye message because that's the last thing that they remember of you. Mm -hmm. Um, I I think Enzo probably should win this game in the end if he makes it to the end. I do think logically he's probably played the best game. Um, 
but he could handle things so much better. And like the goodbye message is like, imagine how this comes off. I'm sorry, Barry, you had to go. I had to vote with the house. Da, da, da. That's what they wanted. Versus, hi, Barry, I'm sorry you're sitting there. I've known about this majority alliance for so long. I've been playing both sides. I knew that you were on the outs of that. So I tried to re- maintain relationships with you while also being in good and knowing the dynamics of that alliance. Unfortunately, yeah. it was you tonight, and I'm super sorry you had to go. I, right. What rubs you the right way? Like, it's more of a respect factor on the other end. And imagine uh, he says that, and then all these other people behind him, like you get the Nicole and the Cody and the Memphis DR. I've been in this alliance and da da da. It just it comes off like, oh my God, Enzo's like playing the middle perfectly. Like, I had no idea it was Enzo, you know? So I just think he could handle the jury portion better. Yeah. But. It's like I, I think most people could take a note. Ironically, uh, in a, <laughs> it's weird uh, saying that Memphis plays a good social game, but in the in like when it comes to telling people that you know they're being voted out and just being honest with them and upfront, Memphis does it the best out of anyone. And he just straight up says, mm-hmm. "I'm voting you out because you're a bigger threat and you're a beast, and I'm scared of you." <laughs> like that's all it takes. That's literally all it takes. And no one has left, no one in the jury, especially has left the house thinking like, man, Memphis did me dirty. They think, Oh, Memphis was up front and at least honest with me. And we've seen that, you know, play into a lot of even like the eviction speeches where people are like, I know who's been real with me. I know who hasn't. And Memphis has been real with absolutely everyone. So I'm like, I'll, I'll be interested to see if Memphis does make it to the final two, how big of a part that plays. Because when it comes to, when it comes to a bitter jury, I think Memphis has a better shot against most people if if, if it comes down to just who was mm-hmm. real with me and who wasn't, uh, and who like and the other half is who played the best game. Like sometimes that's how we see the jury play out, and I think Memphis has the upper hand there. Um, can Memphis get to the final two though? That's the real question. I don't know. Uh, Maybe yeah, he's it, decent at comps. He could find his way there. Right. Yeah. If he's up on the block at the end of the week next to like Christmas. I think it's hard for him to stay necessarily. Like if they get a Is full Cody ready to clip him. Cody I think Cody would clip Christmas. Cody would clip Christmas over Memphis because he knows that Memphis will take him to like the final 3 especially if they clip Christmas because Memphis has no one else in his secret deals that Cody knows all about, which is kind of the downfall of Memphis's game and kind of Danny-esque in a way where everyone just knows what he's doing all the time because he's not very secretive. Well, he's, he tries to be secretive with it, with the committee. Obviously, that's his, that's his best point. He was 100% secret with that. But with every other deal he's made, he hasn't been so secretive about it. He's been too, like, assuming that especially Enzo doesn't have any other deals in the house, which I think is the dumbest thing he could have assumed. Enzo's friends with everyone, yo. Never think otherwise. Enzo is friends with everyone. Yo. Mm-hmm. Yo. Yeah. And the, uh, I don't know if that was intentional, but... No, it is. <laughs> Whenever... You can't say Enzo and yo or that's... Like, he's got... I'm telling you, I need to make an Enzo soundboard. That's all I need right now. Um, Yeah. I, I like it. we sit here and we talk about Enzo and Cody uh, and Memphis making it to final two. We're just completely omitting that Nicole and Christmas have an equal chance technically uh, of making it there. Um, I think if anyone was smart, they would absolutely take Nicole or Christmas to the final two. Enzo, on the other hand, I think would take Cody if he got the chance to because he thinks everyone of the jury hates him, uh, which is completely yeah, wrong. And that would, if Enzo wins the final eight to eight and takes Cody, like, 
that just confirms all their like sheep mentality thinking about him. Right. And I feel like that Enzo is super loyal. I mean, he is he doesn't really sway away from his group. I mean, you could argue in Big Brother 12, he like Hayden was that Cody figure in that season. And I mean, I believe he would have taken Hayden over Lane, right? I think so, maybe. Oh gosh, that's more of a Roxy question. I think she would know. Actually, no. I, I don't remember, but my point is that he would have stayed loyal. I mean, he did stay loyal to his group, and he is all about, like, getting the group there. That's how he plays. So, um, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that's how he played That's how he played one time, but I, at the same time, everything pre-going into this season, every interview that he did, he knew that was, like, the biggest mistake is that he let them go too far. And I'm getting another call again, of course. Uh, <laughs> I really should have turned off the notifications before we started this. Um, yeah, and Roxy pointed out in the chat he did turn on Matt, um, which is which is also a good point. Uh, <laughs> but mm. Matt Matt was a special. Weren't they forced player. to turn on Matt though? I mean, they definitely wanted to. <laughs> I don't think they had to, but they definitely no, wanted to. Wasn't he sitting beside? He was sitting beside Lane, right? Now this is more of an Ian question. You're asking me all the wrong things. Okay, no, here's how I remember it. Roxy, <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong in the chat. Lane and Matt were facing eviction, and they wanted to keep Lane, so they obviously had to tell Matt that he was going to go home. Matt then uh, pulled out his diamond power veto and stupidly used it, like horribly, and saved Lane and Matt, knowing that his alliance was going to vote him out. Then... Like was it the the next week, the following week, uh, because they were scared that Matt thought he was on the bottom, they just sent him home the next week. Okay, so <laughs> you did have Lane and Matt on the block. Uh, Matt used his diamond power veto or coup de coup d'état coup d'état. Got out. No Kathy. diamond power. <laughs> yeah, he used his power. They got out Kathy. Uh, diamond power veto. I'm sorry. I get. Can you believe I get Jeff and Matt mixed up? Um, <laughs> so Matt uses the diamond power veto on himself, puts Kathy up. They vote out Kathy. Next eviction, Enzo and Matt are up on the block. They send Matt home. Uh, so that's how that all worked out. Uh, and Roxy did confirm Enzo would have taken Aiden. So Roxy's our fact checker from afar tonight, which is fine with me. I honestly am okay with that. Um back to bb22 enzo <sighs> would take cody absolutely but he thinks that he would have a good chance against cody and also probably bring up like the loyalty factor along with it he's trying he, i think he thinks he has a little, little bit of a balance whereas I, I, I just don't understand his mentality like he assumes that the jury doesn't like cody right now but he's banking on a bitter jury a little bit too much uh when he shouldn't be but that that's a whole other thing if he if we actually get to a point where enzo wins the final hoh and takes cody with him i feel like i don't know that, that unfortunately that's akin to <laughs> cody bringing Derek. we've come full circle at that point um, oh my god i know <laughs> but uh, i really hope it doesn't come to that i really hope it doesn't come to that at all uh because if it does i i just it, it would be the icing on the cake of the season for sure absolutely Cody wins the first HOH and eventually just rides his way to becoming the landslide victor of the second Big Brother All-Stars. Um, that would seem very fitting, sure. But yeah. I, hope, I hope we don't see it. All right. <sighs> Moving on to uh, 
I, I think do you, I think it was beautifully ironic that Tyler went home for the first time ever in Big Brother, <laughs> in his Big Brother history, uh, because he wasn't willing to play his own game enough, and everyone else was playing his game of just let me make final twos with everyone. Yeah, uh, right. In in the beginning of the season, he really he was playing that game of just I'm gonna make deals with everyone. And, and we saw him go around to every single room, just we've got each other's back. We've got each other's back. You're like, oh, Tyler's back. And then he just kind of stopped <laughs> caring. He stopped caring yeah. like by the by the third week. My thing is is that he I mean, didn't correct me if I'm wrong, he made a lot of final twos early on as well. And when Julie asked him about it, he was like, I didn't want to do that this season. I'm like I recall you doing it this season. <laughs> just you didn't keep up with them, I guess. But I definitely remember like week one, two, or three, he was like making, there was like, on, I remember, I vividly remember being on Twitter typing about how he just went from like in a matter of 30 minutes, made like three final twos. Yeah, it was amazing. Uh, <laughs> it, and I, you can blame David a little bit. It seemed like by the time Tyler had his HOH run and David outed him for telling him about the the potential vote flip on him during that second week uh, when Nicole Anthony got out. It, I remember that night he just sat in his HOH room and he was like, you know what, Angela? I guess I'll see you sooner rather than later. I mean, they're they're about to get me out. And it's like, I just... I knew it was in over my head, you know, coming back. And I, it seemed like from that point on, he, he like in his mind was like, oh, I could go home soon. <laughs> and so he was like, oh, I think I might, I might do that. I might roll with that. Um, to the point where he just, he wanted out himself. And then he got to Jerry and he didn't crank it up as much as he should have. Absolutely not. Um, and yeah, there's a lot of things that we could talk about with Tyler in this season. He did not live up. If he had played hard like he was playing in the first couple of weeks and leading up to his HOH week, I I think he would have still been in the game and been uh, more of the front runner as opposed to the next one out like we saw after last week. So it, it, it sucked to watch. It really did because I think he's a really he's a smart guy. He's a great player. And I know Daniel is going to be like, ew, at everything I say. He is a great player. He's... A, <laughs> Like, you know, people, there, there's a crowd that will say Tyler's disgusting. I hate Tyler's game. It's it's horrible to watch. It's not fun to watch. And there's another crowd that says Tyler is probably one of the best people to play this game ever. So uh, whatever yeah. crowd you fall into, uh, I think we can all agree that Tyler was kind of a disappointment this year. Um, and maybe kind of is being a little bit relaxed on that. So, <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, Tyler's horrible. But I... I just want to say, had Tyler not taken out H O, uh, not taken out H O H, not taken out Janelle, <laughs> I evict H O H. Yes, in theory, I mean, there was no way Janelle was making it to the final five this season. So, in theory, this could have made him at least final four because they were going to take him out or take her out before him any day. So, maybe. For anyone that is going to be on next season of Big Brother that happens to be listening, I doubt it, but don't take out the house target. It's stupid. You're right. Period. You're right. I mean, to some degree, you're right. I mean, <laughs> unless that target <laughs> is specifically coming after you if they win. I mean, then then maybe yeah. maybe, maybe take them out. Uh, no, but... wasn't, though. So I just, listen, it's so stupid and I hate it. It's the mom mentality of like modern Big Brother and it's just like the way the name of the game, but 
it's so dumb. Like, why would you take out a house target? Like, I don't understand that. Especially if you, it's she, that person's not coming after you. And anytime that someone does it, I will blame their loss on that move. I just will. I mean, who who took out Kimmy and and Big Brother Twenty One? I mean, there were probably nine people that you could choose from here, but I mean, oh, it was Jack. <laughs> okay, so see, it made sense for Jack's game to take out Kimmy. Like, I can't fault him there. But I mean, it happens every season. Someone like, oh, it's the easy move. Sorry, I can't. I have to take out the house target. Like, da da da. But it never benefits their game. And Tyler should not have made that move. And that's the reason he lost. You heard it here first. Yeah, but I mean, most of the time in recent seasons, the house target is just one of the people outside the majority alliance. And they don't even find like a good reason to take them out, which is kind of the problematic issue is that they look for a reason to take them out in every little thing possible. Uh, and then they go after them relentlessly until they're out of the, the game. And that's just how it's worked. It's It's not fun to watch at all. Uh, but we could sit here for probably five hours talking about the issues with the majority alliance and uh, it's just why we don't see any gameplay until Jerry and then half the time it's predictable from then on out and voila you have a boring season Uh, but I don't know Uh, so I'm really interested to see uh, and I just realized we weren't even podcasting when we talked about this and I felt like we were podcasting Uh, but Tyler, it looked like he stirred up a little bit of trouble before he left. Uh, by the way, everyone was acting by the time he did get evicted. We don't know exactly what that was. And of course, the last couple of days on the feeds, he he's had a plan that he said he was going to enact. You know, a last, you know, he called it a Hail Mary tonight. His Hail Mary plan to stay in the game. And he did something. We know he did something leading up to the eviction. Of course, we didn't see it because CBS hates us and turns off the feeds all day. Uh, But we know he did something because by the time they were voting, Enzo goes to vote. He votes Tyler out. In the hallway, he's talking to Nicole. Nicole has to confirm to Enzo that, uh, you know, they're voting out Tyler. So Tyler at least did enough up until eviction to <laughs> at least have Nicole a little bit worried uh, and maybe have Cody sweating a little bit. Like, Tyler... No, it does. No, absolutely not. Um, it, it It's as much. It's like worrying Christy last season. It's the same level of just you could. What was it that Nick said? I've already forgotten it. That um, meatball. Br- Brussels sprouts. That's what it was. Brussels sprouts. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think I'm being put on the block. Uh, you said Brussels sprouts. Um, God, it's my favorite edit ever. Um, uh, uh but yeah, he did enough. And to where after he got evicted, he was just like, oh, I scared you for a second. I'm sorry. I had to try something. Cody, I saw you sweating now. I probably have that clip. I could probably find that clip. We haven't played a clip <laughs> yet. You would think. Power of Cheeto, please come through. Give me that clip. Um. Oh, yeah, we do. All right, let's play it. Door. And remember, you are leaving the Big Brother bubble. So please put on your mask when you exit. By a vote of three to zero, Tyler, you are evicted from the Big Brother house. It was a shot. Yeah, it was. (laughs) Of course it was. We we would expect nothing but the nothing. (laughs) Cody, I saw you sweating. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, uh. who? So what he did? It's, It's. It's. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what he did. I, I'm sure. I'm sure he did. Like we talked about this a little bit before. 
he could have all the way up until eviction tried to out people or he very well could have just threatened that he was gonna out people if he got evicted and that's what they were waiting on uh mm-hmm. and then he was just like ah you know it was worth a shot um i don't know no, i think he threatened some type of like comeback thing because like i know that like the, using production as strategy and against the rules but i told barry before this and like are they really gonna stop tyler from doing it i mean <laughs> come on tyler so if he were to say if i get evicted i'm coming back into the game i have the secret power of the season and blah 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 blah, blah. and then that's why when he got evicted he was like it was worth a shot and they were all like laughing so i don't know Maybe oh yeah, maybe he said he had a power. He's he had a halting hex. A halting hex mm-hmm. rise, eviction night dies. Uh I don't know. I it could have been an alliance that he outed, which I guess he already technically did that a couple of days ago. Uh but I don't know. He he attempted something, which is like more than most people who are going out the door have done. So I'm I'm fine with it. Um but I don't know if he could have really done anything to save him this week. It, it, it's a little, it was a little late to really try a last second. Like when have last second plans really worked that well? Have they ever? I think the answer is no. Um, I mean, there was like a, I mean, last second, I mean, not like last second, I guess, but there was a BB 21 eviction. Was it the cat? No, it was Sam. It's pretty dramatic. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, that's right. That that day forty four BB twenty one is that is that was that what it was um, when we tapped it? That only good only good day of that entire season besides Taco Tuesday and uh, well we didn't even get to see Tommy screaming at Jackson so that day doesn't even count. That, that final five week was way more entertaining than this one. That's for sure. Yeah, it solidified Jackson Mickey as the winner though, which is like the downside of it. Um, <laughs> even though it was the best move played all year, uh, unfortunately. Yeah, it's already been way over a year since that happened too, which is weird to think about. Um, we're in October and we're watching Big Brother still. It's amazing. Spooky season. This is definitely a scary year. Uh, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> a scary season of Big Brother, that's for sure. Uh, I imagine we won't see the HOH results until like 11 o'clock, which is usually when the feeds come back. So um, if anyone's hoping that we'll be talking when the HOH results come out, we will not be, uh, absolutely not. Um, but I, 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 I do think Christmas has the best shot. Like I said, Enzo is probably the second best at this comp, just the way it looked for the first minute or two. Nicole couldn't really do it, but Nicole can't do anything. Um, and then Memphis looked like he was about to break every bone in his body when he bent down to put one ball on the end of the seesaw. So I don't have much confidence in him either, which is fine. He doesn't need a fourth. I don't need a fourth Memphis HOA train. Um, that, does, that does bring me to another point. Who's won the most comps this year so far? Memphis with three HOHs. Cody Didn't with three HOHs. What? Memphis won a veto, right? Memphis said, yeah, he's, I know he's won at least one veto because he won the, the ball balancing in the middle of the, the thing. Um, I don't, does BB22 have a fandom page? Okay, they do. So maybe this will help me out a little bit. Hopefully. Um, so Cody has won one. Two, I think Cody won the most. Three, four, five, six. He's won six comps. No, no one else tops that. If did it, you? Did you get his HOHs on the side? 
Yeah, he's got uh, week nine HOH, uh, triple eviction HOH, or one the first one, I guess week eight, and then week one, and then veto he got uh, week three, week eight, and week nine. So six competitions total. Memphis has That's one, horrible. two, three, uh, four. All right, he's just got four. So he's just got one veto win and the three HOH wins. But he does, uh, oh my God, I was about to say, he had, he, I forgot he didn't even win a safety suite. So he didn't win a safety suite and he didn't win a, um, what's the other one? <laughs> the the basement, the BB basement, the BBB. Oh, yeah. uh, I almost said the redemption room because that was the fake name that you gave it when we were wondering what it was going to turn into because we thought it was going to turn into like a, a comeback uh, type. <laughs> Trademarked. Um Thank you, Real Medical Nectar, for fact-checking me. Cody won six, Memphis won four. I think those are the top two, um, unless someone tied with Memphis. No one definitely has more than four, though. Enzo, maybe. Enzo right? just he has the – he has the one HOH and then the one veto. He won two vetoes, I thought. No, just one veto. He won a safety suite comp, though, if you want to count that. Um, boring. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh. Also, I did like, uh, since the ju- the jury segment is probably the, the next thing that we're going to get to, I did like how they tried to build up like the, the neighbor's house twist when Kevin was talking. He was like, he called it a twist, even though it was not a twist, uh, because he didn't even hmm. talk about what the twist was after he said, he just said, Dr. Like, Will. And, uh, three, two, three, he said three. Oh yeah. Three steps ahead. And then they can't, they, they cut away. And then Ian was like, so he said uh, three steps ahead, right? Uh, filler, dialogue, dialogue. Oh my gosh, Danny. <laughs> then <laughs> Davon screamed. Uh, <laughs> I thought Danny was running the game. I thought that was interesting. Yeah, Danny also thought she was running the game. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> Right. Which Danny was like real quick to shit on Nicole. Did you notice that? I was yeah. like, wait. You know what? I think I should find that clip, shouldn't I? Um, she was... Cue the clip. Well, I I thought I actually don't know where the clip was exactly. Um, hold on. Congratulations to you, Christmas. You have won the power of veto by a vote of three to two. David, you are evicted from the Big Brother house. Peace out of there. I was like, yo, this girl's won. Why would you keep her in the house? Let's be real. Was she playing a winning game this season? <laughs> if she makes it to the end, there's plenty of game left. So who did you think you had? Thought I had Tyler. <laughs> Let's be real. Was she playing a winning game this season? I mean, what do you think? <laughs> I mean, I feel like it's, this is the same game. It, it is I, the I'm same game. She just does one less game. things. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so what she did was, like, teamed up with the men, and they won a lot of comps for her. And then Big Brother 18, she did win a few herself. But, I mean, it's all about the outcome, Barrett. That's Yeah, that's something we can point out. She talked to the cameras this week and pointed out her own game, uh, which is, like, half tuning her own horn, uh, which is a phrase which that I think Nicole says often. I just feel like that's a Michigan thing to say. I don't know why. Sorry, Michigan people. Uh, but... Also, like half being a little bit braggy, <laughs> the things that we don't like about Nicole, which is like 
I know. I know it's I know we said Nicole needs to be more real, but sometimes it's like I I need I need a little bit less than what she gives. Like she can, when she is real, she's like cocky to the point where I don't like it. Like I just want her but she, then again, she hasn't really made a move this season to the point where she could be like I did this uh myself. She's like all my moves are subtle and I've gotten what I wanted each week. Yeah. And I'm like, so has 10 other people that week. So congratulations, Nicole. Right. It, okay. So this week has been very much Nicole being like, Tyler and Christmas are dead to me. Tyler is such a dumbass. I can't believe him and Christmas tried to vote me out. But at the same time, she's going around being like, you know, I'm just a winner. And I'm just worrying people are going to try to get out the winner. You know, where it's like, find a balance here. Like, do you think you're a threat or not a threat? I don't, I don't know. But this week she did talk to the cameras about, you know, the outcomes that I want are usually the outcomes that I get. And that's me summarizing basically what she said, which is true. That is in large part her game. She whines enough and says, I want this person out. And then that person usually goes out, especially this season. If she whines enough and says, I want this person out, typically during that week they have gone out. But like we talked about, Daniel, um, Typically, that's not exactly her doing as, you know, other, it's really more so her alliance also being in agreement as opposed to her mm-hmm. starting the conversation. They're already at that conversation. Uh, well, right. So Nicole goes like her whole speech was like, I get the outcomes that I want every time, which I mean, arguably, like, I guess true, but no one's opposing those outcomes like ever. So you never face like a moment where you're like, wow, I have to do something proactive and make a move. So it's just annoying. Like she's acting like she's masterminded this season when (laughs) no, just all of your targets happen to be everyone else's targets in your Alliance. So, and I've never seen Nicole like create a boot order. And in fact, I think that she's definitely made like errors in her game. I think uh, not voting out Tyler that week. I mean, Potentially, like, it should have bit her in the ass during that triple if Enzo was, like, ready to, like, make a move. I mean, it should have, that should have been the moment that it screwed her over and then Danny would have left right after her. But uh, I would have loved that so much, actually. <laughs> them not having <laughs> to keep me in and then it biting all in that triple right at once. Uh, but it is what it is. Nicole's mastermind. Yep. Um, she thinks she's the mastermind. And then in the meantime, to everyone else, she's going to lay on the floor and be like, this was a nightmare. I I can't believe they tried to take me out. Like, stop being fake with me, Tyler. Like, <laughs> uh, did we ever figure out what Nicole did during the triple? Because it seemed like she did something that she was guilty, felt guilty about regarding Danny to, I guess, assure that Danny was going to go over her. Like, what did she say? Because I remember after the triple, she was like laying on the floor I was like, I'm sorry, Dom. I had to do it. I had, I had to salvage my game or something like that. Do you remember that? Um, I, I remember her on the floor. I don't remember her. Uh, I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember her doing all of that though. Yes, I mean, I, swear to I think the big thing that I really focused on during the triple was just everyone straight up lying to Danny's face and be like, "Yeah, you're good." Like <laughs> Cody's going up to her and be like, "Yeah, you got my vote." And just going up to be like, "Yeah, you're good. You're fine. Like I want you to stay." <laughs> and uh-huh. then they all voted her out. It's like, what are you doing? Just tell her. Just tell her. I mean, I get, I get that Cody was apprehensive about saying that because he was afraid that Danny was gonna in turn. Uh, 
just blow up everyone else's game on the way out. But I feel like that's such a risky move to be like, I'm not voting you out. And then literally five minutes later, voting her out uh, along with everyone else, which I guess helps in his case a little bit. It would be a little bit different if one person didn't and he could have split the vote in some way. Um, mm-hmm. But it's such a risky move to be like, I'm not voting you out and then doing it. And then that being the last thing that they remember you by. Uh, luckily, Danny was not bitter towards Cody uh, for that move, which surprised me. And Ian is also not bitter towards Nicole for her move. Devon, on the other hand, very bitter towards Nicole for her move, <laughs> which is another great part of the Jerry segment tonight, uh, where Devon's essentially like, she snaked me in the last season and got me out. And I came to her as a person, not as a game player. Devon, the person, and said, uh, you snaking me again, essentially. Uh, and Nicole said, no. And then she snaked me again. Um, so, yeah. That that would be, like, one of the reasons I would want Nicole to get to a final two is so I can watch Devon not vote for her this time, which I feel like is the most likely. I wonder what her thing would be as she putting in the key. Fool me once. Shame. Whatever Jordan said that one. What was that saying? Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, puts in key, shame on me. <laughs> <laughs> so ominous. I don't know what she would do. Maybe she could just do like the slithering snake with the key into the keyhole. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but she. I feel like that would be a waste of a, a Davonism. She's always good with the one-liners. So I feel like she, <laughs> she could think something way better. I mean, the best one-liner of all time that is underrated because the audience didn't understand the inside joke is when Donnie went and voted in 16. Sorry, I keep making 16 references. This is bad. And he said, I'm sorry, I left my Skittles at home. And then he put his key in the thing. <laughs> Everyone, like, I don't understand why the, like, that wasn't the best, like, little mic drop of all time. Because that I've never seen someone do someone dirty in the game like they did Donnie for an entire season and the fact that he sat there and said hmm remember that Skittles thing yeah I remember it and then <laughs> and he was one of the two votes that weren't for Derek uh, which is even better uh, and, uh, he, Donnie Donnie knew it Donnie was ahead of the BB Twitter game you know right and Jocasta we can't forget yeah she doesn't appreciate the fake prayer um she did not <laughs> that's why the the picture of the prayer circle doesn't work because everyone in that picture was uh fake praying with jacosta maybe that's yes that's why it doesn't work yeah exactly so i didn't see any of those this week though because nobody really cares (laughs) right save christmas prayer circle said no one ever Uh, i don't know about that oh man yeah I'm tired of like I think the biggest offense that Christmas has had this year is inspiring uh the production team to at the end of um was it yesterday's is yesterday's episode, right? Where they had the little it was the night before eviction. Oh. <laughs> that was so cringy. I hated that so much. And I Christmas gave them or tie. <laughs> yeah. And it was <laughs> And I hate that I even gave them credit last week for doing the the double eviction. Wait, no, triple eviction, baby. I gave them too much credit for it because it inspired them to keep having, you know, creativity with those. And they shouldn't have. They really shouldn't have. They should not have. <laughs> yeah. Um, moving on from that, I guess we can go through the jury segment uh, little by little since we don't really have much else to cover uh, as far as tonight's eviction goes. Um, but to start from the top, of course, 
We've got Ian. He's there at the jury house by himself for a full week. He loves the turtles. He's playing pool by himself. The classic <laughs> by yourself uh, jury shots, except they're from like 30 feet away because this is a socially distant production that they've brought to this house. Um, but uh, he, he's essentially guessing that David will probably join him. And then Dave on comes in and, you know, she's like, Ian, I've got the tea. And Ian's like, all right, let, let, let's, let's, let's go have some tea. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, Ian, uh, <laughs> Ian's never been in jury before guys. He doesn't know the cheesiness of a jury segment. Devon, on the other hand, third, wait, second time's the charm. I was about to say third. She did not get there the yeah. first time. Rest in peace. Season 17. Um, she was in there from the jump. So she, she knew how to yeah. handle jury. And this is where a little bit of an interesting part that you alluded to, Daniel. Uh, they talk about the Slick Six, and then Ian brings up uh, Four Prime. He didn't say that name probably for a specific reason, and that reason is that's a dumb name. Uh, and Davon would have been confused and been like, Four's not a prime number. Listen, we've all been there. Uh, and they essentially, you know, have Danny as like the 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 common ground between those two alliances, and be like, Oh, Danny's running the game. Who would have thought? And all of us as viewers are like, she wasn't though. <laughs> she wasn't. Right. She wasn't doing that. <laughs> Which like, I well, the casuals probably think that oh, because she was. Oh, they made such a good move taking out Danny. She was running the game. Yeah, I mean, she wasn't. Like, I guess they did leave out a lot of, let's go after Danny because she thinks she's running the game. But that's essentially what it was for like three weeks in a row it's just we we got to get danny out next she's she's being way too messy meanwhile danny's like i have everyone in my corner oh my god i'm doing such a great job um, right. but that just wasn't the case but it makes me wonder if she had gotten to the final two um she's, and every, she probably would have won like, if that's really what they no, thought she, yeah she would have won but she's so unaware even now to think that the only reason that she was not evicted or she was evicted over nicole is because like nicole sucks which i mean was probably partially true but it was also like danny like no they wanted you out for weeks like and you just had no idea about it yeah yeah uh she just didn't see it which is crazy to me that she didn't see it um but i don't yeah i, I at that point if that's really the the sentiment that they had towards danny i think it would have changed obviously if like a cody or an enzo or Tyler showed up to Jerry and we're like, no, we've clocked Danny for weeks now. Uh, like it, uh-huh. it's, it's a little bit different when you have the viewpoints of Ian and Davon, uh, or even Kevin walking in and seeing uh-huh. the, saying the same things about Danny, um, as opposed to other people coming to be like, no, she's not, she wasn't playing a good game. Maybe it would have shifted then. I don't know. But I thought it was just interesting to see that they were like, oh, Danny really is just like, oh my gosh, she's, she's, she's playing the 4d chess on all of us. Who would have thought? Um, but yeah, uh, all right. So day talks about Nicole flipping on her. Um, and that's when we get the point of Ian bringing up that he's like, I don't really care. Uh, it was a, it was a good play, you know, good on her part. Like if it was better Mm -hmm. for her game to do that to me, good on her, which is like, ah, Ian, no, we want you to be bad at Nicole. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, but Ian's, uh, Ian's, uh, Ian's all for the game. He respects the game, and we saw that as soon as he was evicted. Like as soon as he was evicted, he's like, "Good game, guys. Good game, guys. You know that's fine." She 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 made a good move. <sighs> I can't help but like Ian even more, even though he just won't dislike Nicole just a teeny, teeny bit more than he's I want. So unbitter. He's probably the most like not bitter person ever, right? Right. Right. Exactly. 
I mean, it, the, the feeling that I got watching these jury segments is that they were all just relieved to not be playing the game anymore, which I, to a, to a point that I've never seen, <laughs> I think in a jury segment, they were all, they all looked so much better, just, just mentally and physically of just not playing this game. And of course, Danny was the most disappointed because I think she got the experience that was not as much of a pressure cooker as Ian and Devon and Kevin and David did. Um, mm-hmm. So of course she was like, Oh, I'm just, I was doing so well. Meanwhile, Devon and Kevin and David were all like, thank God I'm out of that house. Now I feel yeah. like <laughs> that was torture. Every bit of that. I hate it. Um, so uh, moving on from that. Moving on. Oh, that's that. That's when we have uh, Devon's little moment of just saying, Janelle, guess what? You were right. Uh, and America applauded. Uh, which I, I feel like I should have a clip of that. <laughs> You're right. Oh, I, guess what? I that Nicole didn't tell me the truth about the vote, not for game purposes, but on a personal level, because I came to her as Davon, the person, not Davon, the player. Once again, I trusted her, and once again, she snaked me. Janelle, you were right. There she is. And Janelle definitely did have some like Janelle's tweets are probably the only other thing getting me through this season. Uh, <laughs> so the only tweet I really saw first tonight was uh, she tweeted uh, a little bit before the eviction was over and said, it's such a shitty season when you have to root for Christmas to an HOH. <laughs> <laughs> Just every, every week I feel like I need to present a salty Janelle tweet and, uh, because every week there's going to be like 10 to choose from at this point. Um, I think the best one, F you Enzo, you bitch. <laughs> that was last week's. Yeah. That was, that was my one Janelle tweet. Oh, my mic has fallen and it can't Uh-oh. get up. It's fine now. Well, at least for now. We'll see. Uh, yeah. Janelle is like the emotional relief we need because she understands how we feel. She really does. And like, I'm not even the biggest Janelle stan. Uh, but I, I'm not going to deny she knows like every tweet that she has. I'm like, yeah, that's, that's exactly right. That is exactly how I'm feeling. Thank you. I'm okay, glad someone with a voice there. could say it. Yeah. Does Janelle make your top five female list? Yes. Does Janelle make your, I mean, where does she fall on that list? Who, who do you I, like better than her? Who do I like better than her? That's like, a female. That's a female. The female race. Yes. Mm, this is tough. Not many. I like she might be my number one. Really? Uh, just in terms of how fiery she is versus how far she made it in the game two separate seasons with her reputation. Like that's a very impressive. Like, I don't know, Vanessa has some competitive advantage with her as far as like but Vanessa's a completely different player, so I have a hard time like ranking them. Janelle was way mm-hmm. more fun to watch than Vanessa is, that's for sure. I hated watching Vanessa at the time. Uh, mm-hmm. because she was so brilliant and always got what she wanted. Uh, I don't know. Like Janelle and Vanessa are two of my favorites. So I have to think like, I don't, I don't put Rachel up there. I really don't. I know. I know that sucks to say I don't put Rachel up there. Okay. Uh, but if, okay. I just want to say if Rachel was on this season, I think that you would have a completely different perspective of her because you watched her seasons when you were like, 
young and you did not want her to win HOHs when she needed them. Because realistically, Big Brother 12 was like a very BB between BB tween BB 22. BB tween. <laughs> That's like the new like twist. It's the BB BB tween. But Big Brother 12 just had more likable people. But I mean, the strategy was like kind of similar when you had like a group of people running everyone, leading sheep to the slaughter. And there was like two people like opposing that force for like most of the season. Um, unfortunately, Janelle and Casey could not win comps this time around. But um, like Rachel and Brendan were literally like the house targets since like week one and somehow made it to jury. Like that's so impressive. Thank I you mean, very much. I mean, I guess kind of. Uh, <laughs> maybe. You would root for the Naughties. I actually am going to be flabbergasted if Big Brother 12 was like a modern season. Rachel and Brenda would definitely be like the fan favorites. They were, I mean, they weren't far far off from the fan favorites while it was on. I mean, there's a Brinchel army well, for yeah, a reason, were, Daniel. Yeah. Well, I mean, they were entertaining enough. Up. Yeah, exactly. Uh, 13, absolutely, they were fan favorites. Uh, that's why Brendan got two chances. But uh, that's why Brendan got two chances and Rachel technically got two chances uh, in the Pandora's box. Oh, twist. <laughs> You can't convince me otherwise. Uh, Rachel is really good on 13. Believe me. She was. But she got a little help. She got a little help along the way. You can't. Oh, please. Okay, but if we're going to do that for every person, we need to do it for every person, including Tyler and Big Brother 20. Oh, no. I didn't deny that. I, absolutely not. No, most I mean... of our... most of that's the, that's the bad thing. Most of our favorites... Got a little help at some point, and we just kind of have to look over it just a teensy. I mean, bit. even to now, like them redoing that HOH. I mean, <laughs> Janelle loses an important HOH. Everyone back to the backyard. Come on, guys. <laughs> let's try one more. Let's try it until we get it right from the top, everyone. <laughs> from the top, make it okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'd also. It's see it it gets tough because like there are some favorites that I would point out that didn't make it as far as like Janelle or Vanessa like Jessica Graf I would put up there as far as like just because she went against the grain I I think that's why Jessica stands out to me is because she was literally one of the two people who wanted to do what everyone in America wanted her to do and it was frustrating watching it play out, but she still did it and actually won some competitions along the way. And <laughs> again, got a little bit of help, but it was entertaining to watch. Rachel, Rachel was the Jessica Graf. Rachel was the Jessica Graf. Cody was the Brendan. Yeah, but who they were going against uh, was not a Paul. They were, they were going against people that were also like likable and rootable to a degree, as opposed to watching Paul just be like, I'm going to form my army and we're going to be the worst army of all time. And we're going to berate everyone like it, as opposed mm. to Rachel being the person who started usually the berating. <laughs> I, I, that, there's drastic differences. Um, I don't forget Rachel forcing Kathy to apologize <laughs> to her for winning the competition. Um, uh, of course, Brittany Haynes. I can't, I have to throw in Brittany Haynes. Um, mm -hmm. I did not like Brittany Haynes on Big Brother 12 at all. And like, that's such an unpopular opinion, but she 
was so obsessed with Rachel to the point where it was like that's why it was so fun. No, it was not. It was l- like almost Kemi level obsession from Big Brother Twenty One. Like every time Rachel was in the or Brittany was in the DR, like it was an eighty percent chance it was going to be a Rachel comment somewhere in there. And I don't think I don't think that's fair to compare it to a Kimmy level obsession. (laughs) I really don't. Maybe not. But she was very obsessed. Yeah, but America loved it. (laughs) That's that. Um, That's the difference. (laughs) I don't know. She's okay in Big Brother fourteen. I liked her there. Okay, I like. See, I'm the opposite on her. I don't understand. Um, But yeah, you do you. I think she's funny. I'm not legally allowed to mention anyone from BB fifteen. Uh, BB16 mm-hmm. was all males pretty much uh, in the last half of the game. Uh, Daniel Reyes. Daniel Reyes. Oh yeah, absolutely, Daniel Reyes. Like I'm, I'm offended that I'd even think of Daniel Reyes in it, and when, it, when I mentioned Janelle and Vanessa. Daniel Reyes probably, like I'd go Janelle and then Danielle Reyes. Oh, so are you Vanessa. confirming that Janelle is your favorite female player? I would say yeah, Janelle is my favorite female player. Right. I think, honestly, this could have been, like, a different... I think you might have said a different answer before this season. But, um, because I feel like you always kind of, like, held Big Brother 14 against Janelle for, like, a long time. I do. What are you you talking about? She didn't play Big Brother 14. I mean, that's... She won it. But anyways... You don't understand. I omit it from my memory that she played Big Brother 14 (laughs) because I respect her so much on 6 and 7. Yeah. Deal with it. Okay, here's here's this is like the true where the truth comes out, guys. So now that we know Janelle is your favorite female player, where does she fall in just the overall category? Ooh. See, you're you're throwing questions at me where like I need to make a list beforehand. Like I feel like mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know, guys. Are you asking like if she falls in the top five or the top? The top ten. Because I feel like I, I feel like in your mind I'm gonna have like 15 guys and then I'm gonna have Janelle. Yeah, Janelle's like number 17 or something. That's no, that wouldn't be the case. <laughs> I can assure you. Yeah, we totally forgot your favorite houses ever, Nicole Anthony. Absolutely. Yeah, you know I love Nicole Anthony uh, almost as much as I love Nicole Franzel. Almost. I I would have to do a deep dive before I would go out on a limb do, on a save it because I think that would be a good off season podcast. It would be. Because yeah. We do this. I feel like we did something similar to this like a while back, and I got B rated, uh, much like Rachel B rated the house guest of Big Brother Twelve, much like Paul B rated Jessica and Cody. Yes. Um, I was B rated for having Alyssa on my top ten list as if it was um a crime, but. We will definitely revisit the list and see if it's changed. And we're not allowed to go look and see what we put. We have to just base I, it. I on honestly like, don't. Yeah. I honestly don't remember what I put at the time. I don't either. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure mine won't change that much, but. Um, yeah, I, I we'd have to revisit it. I'm not going to go out on a limb and give a, a top list right off the bat. Like even even just saying Janelle, Daniel Reyes and Vanessa is my top three uh female players i probably would change if i thought about it a little bit more <laughs> but sitting here on a podcast i'm like okay here we go because i completely forgot daniel reyes existed for like a few seconds because i immediately went to like bb6 and then apparently skipped over all stars uh which daniel reyes was also on um right. <laughs> it was Janelle's opposing force exactly um 
So going back to the jury segment of tonight's yeah, episode. Um, so where did we start? Janelle, you were right. That's where we left off. Okay, Kevin comes and joins Ian and Devon. And as soon as he walks in, they're both just like, oh. And he was like, why aren't you guys happy to see me? <laughs> and they're like, we're not happy to see you because we want you to be in the house. Um, he's like, oh, okay. Um, yeah. And so he tells them about the neighbor's house twist. We kind of talked about that already. The You got to be one step ahead, two steps ahead, three steps ahead. Dr. Will was there. It was just a fun twist that definitely was not a flop. <laughs> Uh, and definitely was a twist, kind of. Um, and then David comes and joins them. It looked like it was right about at the same time. Like I know they usually make it seem like it wasn't long in between them showing up, but it really looked like David kind of caught them off guard a little bit because <laughs> he walked in a, com- from a completely different place, and they're just like, oh, my God. Um, and so David comes in and... Uh, Kevin kind of asked him if there was someone else coming, you know, because, you know, triple eviction. And David, I don't know if it was because he wasn't allowed to say that he knew it was a triple eviction or if he just didn't know how jury segments worked. He was just kind of like, it's possible that they, they, maybe they might, there might be another person. Like, you know, there's another person. But I couldn't tell if it was like on part of him not being allowed to say he knew it was a triple. Uh-huh. He, Julie literally told him. So I don't know. Right. Um, so I guess it was more so just him being like, I don't know how this works. Please don't question me about <laughs> how this happens. <laughs> I don't watch the show. I thought I was going home, like actual home, but then they sent me here. Um, so Danny shows up and Davon, uh, borderline has like a scream slash squeal going on <laughs> when Danny shows right. up and I'll play that clip cause it was good enough. Um, I say that as I don't find it. Um, okay. Steps one, two, and three, you said, is what Dr. Yeah. Will mentioned? Three steps ahead. I, I was a hey oh my God. <laughs> 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 Can I play that one more time, actually? Was hey a <laughs> what was someone doing? Like a bird call? <laughs> yeah, the Danny call. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. Um, so a little bit of what Danny's segment we kind of already talked about. I guess I could just play the rest of this clip so <laughs> you, we can get a little bit of a reminder of this Jerry segment. Oh Sorry, it's not my quadruple. gosh. No. It's literally everyone we didn't want to see. And boy, do I have everything that you want to know, I can tell you because I know it all. I know. The main reason that I am in the jury house is because I was playing a much better game than Nicole, and she's not a threat to anybody. That's all it comes down to. I'm heartbroken. The way I went out was really, really hurtful, to be honest. I've been crying all day. (laughs) Sorry. Tonight is a mess. My worst nightmare, my fear, my three picks, all of them are now in the jury house. I could tell you about it more, but I'm done with this for the night. I need some rest, so let's chat about this tomorrow. How about that, guys? Well, let's go get some drinks, because I know you could use one, you could use one, you could use one. I did use, use another use three. Yeah. Hello, <laughs> let's go get some, just to be safe. I'm going to take this, okay? <laughs> this is such an awkward transition. <laughs> I'm going to take this. No, 
I thought it was so weird that they like waited to do the jury segment till the next morning. I wonder what that was all yeah. about. I guess they were just there all day and they didn't want to. I guess it's a completely different setup to get them all COVID Sitting. compliant in a seating position and they just didn't want to do it all mm-hmm. that night. They definitely talked about it though, right? I mean, they had to. Oh, it. absolutely. They did. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you think Dady was just like, I'll, I don't want to talk about this until tomorrow. And then she was just like, walked to her room and shut the door and locked it and then didn't right. emerge until the next day. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was weird though. I, I didn't enjoy that, but I guess I understand the reasoning behind it. Um, yeah. Oh, uh, then okay. So then we do transition to the next day. Uh, we we have a little bit of the the tape of the the triple eviction itself. Uh, they watch the video. They they show the veto where David took the ten thousand dollars and essentially we're like, why did you take the ten thousand dollars when you could have won the veto and potentially okay. put Christmas have Christmas going on the block and then she could have been here instead of uh, Kevin and maybe yourself. And David was like, I keep getting targeted week after week. You think I'm not going to take $10,000 when I could have easily just gone out in the next round and then I had $0. Uh, and they're like, uh, and he was like, I get it. I understand. I would have done the same thing. Just like, good on you. Right. You know, Ian's really just the, Ian is just like the wholesome content that we need from this Jerry house. Um, but yeah, I still agree. David should have taken that token. That is the word I will use. Uh, he should have taken the $10,000. I think that was the best move for him and good on him. He's $10,000 richer than everyone else in that house that doesn't make it to the final two. So, um, go David. Uh, I would argue that's the best move he made all summer. (laughs) Wait, actually, I think so. I don't know what else he could compete with. Did he do anything else? Um, not that I recall. Exactly. 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 Um, so Kevin kind of scolds Enzo for his move once they show that vote. Uh, Davon says that Cody and Nicole, uh, or I, I should say Cody essentially has Nicole on one hand and has Danny on the other hand. And that's kind of how he'd been playing the season. And she tried to tell Danny that Danny just kind of thought, uh, Cody had me in like a, a bigger, like he had me in a full basket as opposed to having Nicole, like in a hand. Uh, that's not the analogy that she made, but that's the analogy that I came up with doing, doing the hands. Uh, <laughs> and, mm-hmm. but she found out that he, he didn't really, he was very much okay with dropping Danny on the ground, uh, and then smushing her with his foot. Um, and then it kind of cut to, you know, showing Tyler winning HOH, winning veto, putting up Danny and Nicole on the block. And then it cut to Kevin being like, Tyler's just playing the best game. He's just playing such a fantastic he made game. A move. <laughs> he, made, yeah, he made a move. Uh, a move almost as big as David taking the $10,000. Uh, but yeah, it, it's just, it just boils down to no moves have been made this season. And now Tyler made a move and suddenly he's playing the best game because he literally... With just doing something, made the biggest move of the season, which is nominating <laughs> Danny and Nicole, um, which is like wild to me. <sighs> All right, you're just like reminding me like how much I hated this season. I know that's what I try to do whenever we do these. Uh, Danny says Cody is probably playing the best game. She's not bitter at all, uh, and then pretty much cuts to eviction. Tyler's gone three to zero. Um, yeah, uh, that that was the episode. We have the we have the little meeting with Julie with Tyler, 
and don't really learn much other than uh, Tyler finds out that everyone in the game was playing <laughs> the game that he was looked like was going to try to play the first couple weeks and then said, you know what, I'm, gonna, I'm just not going to play a game at all. Um, mm-hmm. And then was pretty much evicted because he wasn't playing his own game, but everyone else was, which is beautifully ironic uh, right. if, if you really look at the game as a whole. But yeah, that's pretty much that's pretty much the episode. We we've got five people competing at HOH, which is likely already done, uh, considering it's been about two hours since that competition started. I would, my guess is Christmas wins, just based on the two minutes that we saw them competing. Which usually, once we see how people start competing, that's usually how it ends up being. Yeah. Minus Kaser doing amazing in the HOH comp uh, in week three, but. I feel like though this comp could go on like for a long time because it just takes like one seed to come out and then you have to restart. Yeah, if yeah, easily if if everyone messes up at some point, especially if they go deep into the competition, it could last potentially until the feeds come back or maybe the competition will just end. But like imagining them doing that for two hours, I don't know. I don't know. Like when I think about that, I I think it's probably done at this point. I don't know. If, I doubt there's any rumors. Just. Based on when you haven't been getting rumors since Enzo won HOH, um, but I don't know. Uh, Christmas, if she won, would put up Cody and Nicole. It sounds like. Um, if Memphis wins, sounds like he's gonna put up Christmas and Nicole as well. With Nicole being his target, he doesn't know though that Christmas would definitely go home if she was on the block at the end of the week. Um, which could be interesting itself. Then again, I'd, re- I'd really want Cody or Nicole to go this week. That's definitely my top two options. I don't know who who are your top two to go this week. Who do you want? Who do you want out of the house next? Um. Oh my god. Um. Out of everyone left in the game, I dislike Christmas the most as like a person. You would. Oh my god, Daniel. She's horrible. Okay, but like, you like you have the choice. You have the sole vote to evict and you have no repercussions because of it, because you are not playing this game. Uh, who are you taking out? Christmas? Okay. So like, here's my thing is I just like, don't care about the dynamics of the game anymore because people I like are out. So maybe if like Davon was in the game still or somebody like that, that I was like rooting for to win, I would just do whatever was best for her game or something like that. But I really just don't care, and I kind of want like now that we've got here. You just want a good I'm winner. Like, not even that. I just want everyone else to realize how stupid they were for like not listening to the Janelle and the Caser and even the Wall I, Yeller. The only two people, the Wall Yellers. Yes, I just want them to like all look back and be like, "Yeah, we should have definitely done something." I want there to be no debate at the end of the season that Davon Bailey. Nicole Anthony, David, Kevin, I want them to know 100% fact, without a doubt, they should have teamed up with Janelle and Kaser, period. And I feel like if, um, like, if Enzo wins, maybe, or Christmas wins, they could be like, I mean, yeah, I could have done that, but anything could have happened. No, I need, like, Cody and Nicole to make final two so that it's without a doubt. They knew they messed up. I don't know. Like if Cody and Nicole got to the final two together after literally a wall yeller said indiscernibly 
Cody and Nicole are playing everyone <laughs> many times and they still made it to final two. I don't know if I would ever count this as a season. Like <laughs> there's a point where it just can't come back. Like they clearly have taken the Christmas uh, in Tyler wall yelling scenario and run with it to the point where they had to pretend like they, you know, I just have this feeling that Christmas and Tyler have a final two. They, they, they're, they're okay with rolling with that, but it seems like nobody wants to bring up that a wall yeller literally just yelled out, Cody and Nicole are playing everyone. You think that meant separately? No, they're playing everyone together. Uh, right. <laughs> uh, it's just whatever. It's whatever. Like, Cody and Nicole can get the final two. I'm, I, I, it's fine. I don't care. Do it. <sighs> I, I If I had my own choice, just for entertainment purposes, I would want Cody to go this week. Uh, just because he hadn't even been on the block yet. Him and Enzo haven't been on the block at all. Him and Enzo and Christmas, or Christmas, blah, him and Enzo in Memphis haven't been on the block. Like, oh what? God, really? Memphis either? I don't think. I, like, <laughs> it's easy to remember who the noms you are in this season, usually, because it's never, <laughs> it's usually the same few people. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. No Enzo, like no Cody. No, five have not been nominated. Three of the final five have not been nominated at all. Correct. That is ridiculous and boring as hell. Yes. You're right. Everyone's in agreement. Yeah. Uh, and Chris was only nominated first because she wanted to be. So I don't even know if I count that. So this was actually like her first week being nominated. Technically, out of the final five, Nicole has been the most tormented by a nomination. <laughs> <laughs> tormented. She's the underdog. <laughs> Nicole's the only one uh, still in the house that has votes against her, I guess, right? Yeah, and Nicole was nominated for the first time like last week. Yeah, last, literally last week. At least and Christmas Chris was nominated. I don't count the offering herself up as a sacrificial pawn. Like, I don't count that. So Christmas was nominated for the first time this week. Technically, I mean, but no. No. I guess. But... I'm Nicole. That Chris, stands true. Christmas has no votes against her the entire season so far, being up on the oh, block twice. Christmas Russo. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm not saying that as a compliment. I'm just saying Nicole's the only one in the house that actually has votes against her in a final nomination. Uh, oh yeah, we know she's um, Nicole Pierzina, like the underdog queen of the season. Oh God! Don't even. Why would you even say that? <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> The underdog we all wanted. <laughs> no, absolutely no. This is like Big Brother 16, Nicole. It's, it's like, it's. Cl I don't know if it's closer to 16 or 18 because she's playing really the 18 game. Yeah, but, it's definitely season 18, Nicole. But she's playing in comps like 16, so I don't know. I don't know. I feel like Nicole did good in comps in 16, right? She won a few. She won the, the battle back. She won that. Um, she won two HOHs, I'm pretty sure. Was she ever a final HOH? She, I know Actually, she won She won one of them with, because it was the whole Battle of the Block thing. So I know one, one of them, them she won with Christine. Um, And I think Christine was the final HOH that week. Yeah, because she got backdoored being the HOH. Right? Yeah, probably. I mean, it got to a point where it was either Nicole or Donnie. Too. Nicole or Donnie. And then, uh, I think, yeah, uh, 
<laughs> I don't know. Um. Yeah, when did Nicole... Okay, she won HOH week six, and she was the final HOH. Donnie was the dethroned HOH. Um, and that was Jocasta going home. So the start of the double. And then Hayden went out right after that. And oh, yeah, that, they flipped on her. That's when she was targeting Zach. Yeah, and that was the only HOH she won. No, she won more. Okay, are we not counting the, the dethroned HOHs? She was one dethroned HOH. So technically no, she, she won two HOHs. I know that for a fact. Wait, what? She was HOH the week she got evicted because she got dethroned. Okay, so week three, I, she was dethroned as HOH. Yeah, that was with Derek. Yeah. So week six, she was the sole, or she was not the dethroned HOH. Jocasta mm-hmm. got evicted that week. She's uh, somewhere down here. Oh, yeah, week seven, dethroned HOH and evicted. She was in a different spot on that chart. That's why. Yeah, so she won three HOH competitions in 16, technically. Was not HOH no, three no. times, but she won. Uh, I don't I don't think she won any vetoes. Uh, yeah, I don't. Yeah, she did not. And then in 18... So she got three comp wins to her name and a battle back win in 16, which is like... She she had two HOHs. And then like a few vetoes, right? She lost final HOH. She... Won't we see? ...against Corey. Won the first HOH. So... And then she took out Michelle. And then Mm -hmm. that's it, right? And then she won a veto. She won the veto that took out Michelle too, I believe. Yeah, so two HOH wins, and then she had two veto wins. Oh, two. Where was the other veto win? Uh, she won veto the week Corey went out. No, she's faced eviction against Corey. Oh wait, never mind. I'm looking at the wrong thing. Uh, <laughs> uh <laughs> she won uh Victor. I was looking at the the week before. She won veto the uh, week. Victor went out for the, the third time. I should clarify. Uh, and then when uh, Michelle went out, so she sweeped week eleven and BB eighteen. Yeah, wait a damn minute. Why can Victor come back three times, but Janelle gets out once and stays out? What in the production? <laughs> it's the COVID era. You can we can't have a battle back in the COVID era. They just don't open the door for her. They say, Janelle, you're staying, girl. <laughs> you can't yeah. leave. You really can't. <laughs> oh man. Uh, she also won the one of the twists. What, what were those called? The care package. She won one of those. Oh yeah, safety girl. Her little outfit. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I mean, she's she won infinitely more competitions in sixteen and eighteen than she's won in PP twenty two. Um, and boy, has she gotten way worse. Uh, it's like atrocious to the level of her competitiveness in this season uh socially she's still all there she's i mean she's in fact socially she may be a little bit better while winning zero competitions uh she just can't keep up you know with any power and that's going to be her downfall um Mm -hmm. depending on who she's up against of course if she's up against christmas who knows what will happen honestly uh i doubt for christmas to win come on they're not gonna vote for christmas i don't know i really don't know like it's such a toss-up, but the way that they feel about Christmas right now, I have a hard time believing 
if she does get to the end, she'll make a good case to win. But yeah, it it, it would be that would be such a weird position for Davon. I feel like though Christmas and Nicole in the final two, like, do you vote for the snake a second time, or do you vote uh, for the person who got into an open argument uh, in the house against for mixing up personal and game? Like, I feel like who do you who do you vote for at that point? I don't know. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Yeah, it's. I think it's, that's the only way either of them can win, though. <laughs> right, right. It's kind of like they need to June and Alice in it. They like don't like each other, but then they come together because they have to. Yeah. But then that's asking Christmas to have any strategy. It's asking. Whatsoever. It's asking Nicole to work with a woman uh, late in the Big Brother <laughs> yeah. game, which is not possible. Asking I don't Christmas think. to think strategically and asking Nicole to work with a woman. So it's just never going to happen. It's not. You said it. All right. I think we're about done, honestly. Yeah, I'm drained. Yeah. <laughs> We've gone for a while. A lot longer. <laughs> and I think part of that is because we talked about BB12 and BB16 and 18 for a lot of time. We were just like, we, we, we're just, we should just recap a different season episode the next time we podcast. Yeah. And <laughs> just remember All better right. times. All right. Uh, this has been fun. Thank you for everyone who has been watching uh or listening after the fact we appreciate it if you want to join our facebook group and talk big brother 24 7 for the remaining 20 days of this season feel free to click that link in the description below uh if you want to follow either me or daniel on twitter i am at spicy barrett daniel is at daniel icon brown uh if you want to catch us on apple Podcasts, any podcast platform and don't like looking at our faces you can do that or on every platform if you want to do that um any questions after the fact, comment on the video. Uh, like this video, for one. If you aren't subscribed to the channel, please do subscribe. Um, again, Tyler was evicted 3-0. to zero. HOH is either currently underway or it's done and the feeds are still off. And they probably will be off for the next hour or so. And then we will find out who has confirmed a spot in the final four. I'm sure it'll be someone we all love mm. together. Well, there's not that we don't have that option anymore. We really don't. Uh, but yeah, we'll we'll be back to cover more Big Brother 22. When that will be, who knows when that will be? Maybe never. <laughs> Probably. Uh, I don't know. We'll be back at some point. But thank you guys for watching. Uh, we really appreciate it. Thank you for everyone who's in chat. Um, yeah. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.